a good invoice gets a good payment is the mantra of many best practice accounts payable departments. But what makes up a good invoice? Does leaving off one little piece of information make it a bad invoice? Will bad invoices not be paid? Today, we'll review the necessary parts of an invoice. Leaving off any of this information may result in your invoice not being paid or the payment being delayed. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss one piece of information often left off to the detriment of the seller. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place you go for the latest business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. Okay, now the first piece of information that should be on every invoice is simply the word invoice. Uh, many organizations will put it right at the top in the middle. Now, you might be scratching your head thinking, duh, why would I do that? So there's several reasons to do it. Number one, you want to make sure that the accounts payable department who receives this information knows it's an invoice. Plus, you want to make sure that anybody else in the company who may end up with this piece of information knows it's an invoice and sends it to accounts payable. Um, and then there's another reason which is not often discussed, and that is the fact that there are many companies out there uh, skating a thin line. Let's just leave it like that. And they're sending out things that look like invoices, but are not invoices. And in very tiny words or letters, they'll have like billing notice or some other terminology on it, mainly because legally they have to. What they're hoping to do is trick accounts payable groups into thinking it's an invoice and paying it. So you want to make sure if you're creating the invoice, you're issuing the invoice, that there's absolutely no misunderstanding. Put the word invoice in big, in big letters on the top of the invoice. No reason not to do that. Okay, the next piece of information that you should have on your invoices is your invoice number. Um, I can't tell you how often uh, companies don't put an invoice number on it, and this is a huge mistake. Most accounts payable departments, when they're looking for duplicates, when they're trying to find an item, whatever, they rely on the invoice number. So it is a critical piece of information. Not only that, uh, a growing number of companies today, if you don't include an invoice number on your invoice, they'll send it back to you so that you do include an invoice number on it. So critical, 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 have an invoice number number on it. Next thing that you want to have is an invoice date. And the invoice date is really important uh, because this is the date that's going to be used, or at least you hope is going to be used, when the accounts payable department is trying to figure out when to make payment to you. So for example, if your payment, if you agree to 30-day terms and you, you send the invoice on May 1st, then hopefully you'll get the payment at the end of the month. If you don't put the invoice date on it, then they'll put a date on it and they'll put you know a date on it when they get around to it. And so it may be today, it may not be for a week or two weeks, or who knows what's going on. Now, many accounts payable, not many, some will just ignore the invoice date and put their own date on it when they received it, and they'll use that for calculating terms. But, and this is a big but, as we go more and more towards electronic delivery of invoices, and more and more we're emailing invoices, the day they receive it should be the same day you send it, should be your invoice date. Now, occasionally, companies will think they're slick, and they will put an, in an earlier invoice date on it. So uh, we like to say the ship to date should be the invoice date. So uh, they'll ship something, let's say August 1. The invoice should be dated August 1. They've got payment terms of 30 days. They're going to get paid at the end of the month. And then they'll be slick and they'll, they'll try and date the invoice like July 25th to get paid um, earlier. You don't want to do that because if you get caught doing that, 
um, then they're going to be looking at your invoices very closely going on because they're going to assume that you're going to be playing games. So bottom line, include the invoice date, the actual invoice date, which should be your uh, ship to date. And then as soon as you date the invoice and you create it, you want to send it. Don't wait till the end of the month or the end of the week. If you want to get paid quickly, by the way, you want to get those invoices out as frequently as possible. Okay, next items that you should have on here, and hopefully you do this, but you put all the, what we call line item detail, and we call that in accounts payable. And what it is, is the items that are being billed, uh, you know, we ordered widgets, green widgets, how many widgets you're ordering, you're including, and the number. So you want to include the number of items, you know, included, a description of what it was, the individual price, and then the total price, and you go down line by line. The next piece of information, and this will speed up the processing of your invoices if you include it, is the purchase order number if you got a purchase order. If you got a purchase order from the, the, the uh, purchaser, include the purchase order number because they're going to do their three-way match and part of the three-way match is the purchase order. And by you including the purchase order number, you now make it easier for them to process your invoice because they know what purchase order uh, to pull. The purchase order number also tells them who they should be sending this uh, invoice out to for approval in order to pay. And you want them to make it as easy as possible for them to pay your invoice. So give them the information that they need to not only process your invoice, but part of that processing is to get the, uh, the approval. So you're going to include the purchase order number if there was a purchase order. Sometimes they're not. I understand that. So because sometimes they're not... You also want to include the name of the person who placed the order. This way they know who to go to for approval. The purchase order number would help, but the name of the person makes it even easier. So they don't have to waste any time looking anything up. They just can, you know, they say, oh, you know, Mary Jones, forward this to Mary Jones for approval. Next item um, is sales tax. If there is any sales tax being charged on the item, that you're collecting and remitting, you want to include it. You want to break it out so they can see precisely what the sales tax is. Um, your supplier will, uh, your customer will need this in case they're audited. And by breaking out the sales tax and putting it on the invoice, they will have the information they need to prove that they, they paid the sales tax. Now, sometimes companies will put sales tax included and then they don't bother to break it up. But um, best practice accounts payable shops will come back to you and say, no, that's not sufficient. We need it. We need it broken out. And if you don't even address the issue, you just put, you know, $103.19 without showing any sales tax on it. Odds are they're going to come back to you and say, hey, we need it broken out. This will take extra work on your part. And more importantly, will delay the um, items from your, your invoice from being paid. Next thing that you want to include is obviously the total amount that's owed. Do the math yourself. Don't wait for them to, you know, add up all the line items because they could make a mistake. Just don't give them the opportunity to do that. And unless you're dealing 100% with in, in, domestically, you want to include the currency. This is a big issue when you're dealing United States to Canada, you know, are you billing in U.S. dollars, Canadian dollars? Because then um, if they're, they're paying in a different currency, they'll need to make the, uh, the you know, trans do the exchange rate, okay? So, um, you know, it was an old, I don't want to say game. Um, I used to work for a, U a U.S. company, obviously, and we got a lot of orders from Canada. And this was when uh, Canada, uh, Canadian dollars were... Uh, less than U.S. dollars, and they would pay in Canadian dollars. And it was our fault because we weren't very specific. If you're sending an invoice to another country, make sure you're specific about what the currency is. All right. Next, 
you want to um, get from the supplier and include it on the invoice a very specific address as to where you're going to mail the invoice if you're putting it through the mail and if you're using email and you're going to email the invoice where they want the invoice emailed get very precise addresses whichever you're going to use don't just mail it wherever you think because you don't want it floating around their organization for several days or longer while you're waiting for your money especially if they're going to cross out your invoice date and put their own in when they get it get it in their um, department so make it real clear uh, find out from them where you should send it exactly and then send it there Likewise, if they are going to make payment with a check, you want to make sure they know exactly where to send that check, okay? So you want to have it on your, uh, on your invoice, um, you know, please mail checks too, and make it real clear so that they know where to send it and they can get the money back to you. Now, in many cases, uh, they will get this information from the master vendor file and they'll get that address from when you first set up the account with them. So if that is changing, then you want to um, you want to make sure that you let them know. Along the same lines, um, especially if it's someone that you don't do a lot of business with, or this is the first time you're doing business with uh, with them, you want to you know put something that says make payable check make check payable to and give them the exact name that you want the check payable to because otherwise they, they won't know they'll make it payable to whoever they think they should and that may or may not be correct. You want to include your also include your payment terms on the invoice so that they know when to pay. So again, your date, your your uh, invoice is dated May first. Your terms are net thirty. Put net thirty on because many uh, places will. If you don't put your terms down, they'll put their own terms down, and you know terms are getting longer and longer. And so they'll say, "Oh, well, these people don't have their terms. Our, our terms are net sixty, and so then you won't get paid for a while." So put your terms down. This way, everybody's on the same page. Because you want everybody to be on the same page, and this is a piece of information that many, many folks leave off, you want them to be able to call you or email you if there's a question so that they can get it resolved in a timely manner. So make sure you include that information on the invoice. And I know very few people do this. And then when there's a discrepancy, um, they don't know who to call. And so it, it just delays the whole payment. And again, you're looking to be paid as quickly as possible. And then if you can include your terms and conditions. Now, sometimes those terms and conditions, especially if it's a big transaction, have been negotiated and there's, you know, a 14 page document. Obviously, you're not going to include that, um, but you can include a statement, you know, per agreement signed on such and such date between such and such and such and such. And it will reference that. OK, now it may not seem obvious at first, but not including some of this information might mean that it will hit a road bump on the invoice processing road. And you want to make sure you avoid these problem areas. We recently did a video explaining the various stages of the invoice process and the delays that you might encounter at each one. You can watch it right now using the link that will appear on your YouTube screen and is in the description below because you don't want to hit. You want to make sure you create your invoice so you don't hit any of those roadblocks. As always, I appreciate your likes, your subscribes, and a big thank you to everyone who hits that thumbs up button.